welcome back to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have Carrie Leach, a coach who does mindset and high performance coaching, as well as a former therapist. We're going to talk about her journey on how she went from therapy to being a mindset coach and just all of her ups and downs. And I'm excited to get to know her. Hey, Carrie, how are you? I'm doing well, Alexa. Thanks so much for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I'm like, like I said in the intro, like, I'm really excited to like hear about like how you kind of got into coaching. Um, I think it's so cool to be able to share your expertise with people. Um, especially cause like mindset's a huge thing and businesses and everything. And that can really be what you go from doing really well to not doing so great. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny because if you had told me this a few years ago, I would have probably laughed in your face and been like, eh, mindset, our thoughts, those things don't really matter. And now I'm like a hundred percent bought in just as a result of seeing like the power of it and, and, you know, really transforming my life from the inside out and then helping so many clients at this point to really do the inner work and how much that matters. Yeah. And it, I never really thought about it either until like starting my own business, but like Thursdays, like, I don't think it's going well. And like, then I start to see things are going downhill, but that's a lot of it. It's my mindset. So when I'm being more and positive and believing in myself and knowing I can do this, that's when I start seeing things go really well. So yeah. it's kind of crazy. It's, it's wild. I mean, of course, strategy is important and we need to know what we're doing and how we help people and all of that. And the majority of it really is, can we believe in ourselves? Can we work through the stories in our head that tell us we're not good enough? You know, we're not as good as so-and-so or whatever yep. is coming up for us. And, you know, I mean, the, the truth is that all of us have struggles and self-doubt and, and fears and things that are going to continue to come up. And I know prioritizing mindset is always going to be the most important work. So how did you learn that? Like, how did you go about learning about mindset and being able to do it to teach others? Yeah. I mean, the shortest story, because we don't have enough time to tell you all of the terrible places I have been in my life is I lived in such a disempowered state for so, so, so long. And um, I didn't understand how much power we all had within us. And so, you know, I think a lot of it was because I spent so many years depressed and living outside of my body and giving away my power left and right. And, oh, good things happen to other people, but those things don't happen for me. Like you name it. I had the thought and the belief around it. Um, and yeah, I'd say a lot of it came when I started my own business, maybe even before that of just like really wanting to live in a way that I was proud of and excited about. And so started on more of a personal growth journey than I had been on before. I think I'd always in some fashion been on a personal growth journey. Like, you know, I got my master's when I was young, like early twenties out of college yeah. and so I've always been obsessed with how do we change, but I didn't really understand until the last few years of how much it starts. And it's not just mindset, right? Mm -hmm. But it starts with our thoughts. Right. Yeah, that is because we, like we said before, it's like 
when you're in a bad head place or a bad space, things aren't going to work out because you're in subconsciously thinking it's not going to, but when you try and be more positive, so that is the first step for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, for me too, it's just been like so many of us, it's been a million different little things, but I think especially finding people like Joe Dispenza's work, if you're familiar with him or if people are familiar with his work, you know, like now we have literal science to show how you can rewire the neurons in your brain. Mm -hmm. Like for years we thought of 21, 25, like I used to work in victim services and that's what we taught. Like back then, that's what we taught because that's all we knew. And now so much research is showing like how powerful not only your thoughts are, but attached to an elevated feeling state. If you can begin to reprogram your body, like your subconscious mind does not know the difference between what's real quote unquote, and what you train it to believe. And it's just like this amazing, like magic, so to speak, that I want everyone to know about because we have so much more power than we think. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. And then it's like, it all kind of just everything. There's so many different parts to it. Like you see other people succeeding and maybe your business isn't, that can tear you down too. And then your mindset goes down and then you just keep going down that rabbit hole. Even if you have, or you're not using the proper techniques to showcase your business maybe or you're just Mm -hmm. trying to do whatever you can where if you kind of try and not focus on the other people and just focus on yourself and I'm learning to do that like I'll sometimes see like other people's businesses around me that are similar and I'll think why what am I doing wrong like and then I keep thinking and then sometimes I get into that spiral but then there's other times that I'm doing really well and I keep like seeing the little bits of progress and that's like oh my god that's huge yeah well and that's something you know it's it's funny because I was such a former I am such a former type a nothing was ever good enough we wait till we get the result until we celebrate and even then maybe it's we celebrate for one second and then we move on because there's always something more important and bigger that we can achieve right yeah And so with that, it's exhausting, first of all, (laughs) and entrepreneurship is a long, long road if that's how you're living. So I really began the process of like undoing so much of that conditioning and exactly like what you said, it's the best time to get a win is after you've had a win right? Like that energy of celebration and momentum. Yeah. And so I'm so, so big on celebration energy now. And like all of my clients know I start calls with, okay, what are we celebrating? And not that you have to be positive all the time or we don't get to process the hard stuff. Of course we do. Like that's why I'm there. And I know that we, we focus on things like we create more of it. It's just science. (laughs) Right. But it's like, this is the time to learn like how to celebrate even the little one, the little wins. Yes. It could be, I got two things done on my list today that I've been meaning to do. That's a win. That's something you're actually doing. A hundred percent. And it's so much more about that energy of celebrating it than like the actual tangible win itself. Right. Right. 
it's like being proud of yourself and getting behind it. Like, you know, I joke all the time, but it's like the last two years. Did you find pants? Did you leave your house? Did you take your kids to school? You know, like it can be so small, but it's like how we're refocusing our brain to think about those things. Right. And then that, the more you think of wins and the more you celebrate, like the more they're going to keep happening. Exactly. I'm learning that too. And it's hard because like someone like me that has chronic pain and it can Mm. be hard to work on my business every day. Mm. And there'll be days, like I literally will feel like I've done nothing. And then I'm learning though, that it's all about pacing and it's Mm. even just doing two little things. Could be the littlest thing to be posting on Instagram a minute on Instagram. At least I did it. And it's like, I have to know that I did something on my list today. Like I finally got through it and it makes you feel better. And then you keep working from that. Yeah. Which is such a great example of having the long-term mentality and going, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Right. Right. For sure. So kind of going a little backwards, tell us a little bit more on your story. Like I would love to hear like, cause you were telling, we were talking a little bit before recording, but like you haven't really been staying, you don't stay put necessarily. You love to travel. And it's like going from being a therapist with clients now being a mindset coach and high performance coach and now getting to travel the world if you want like how freeing is that like what made you do that yeah so the short answer is uh my last job in the u.s i had was in 2016 and i quit that job with no plan b and Uh, you know, I had a really good job. People thought I was, well, people who, who didn't know me well, if you looked at it, were like, what are you doing? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I had just bought a second property. So I had two mortgages and then I had no job, (laughs) but I had this plan in my head and I, I really just was, it, it was really the big journey of full out trusting myself of like, silencing the noise of the naysayers and the people that had opinions and, um, learning to listen to my inner guidance. Um, and so that was the beginning of travel and what that opened up for me. Like I quit my job, um, and bought a plane ticket. Cause I knew I, I was running a nonprofit. So I was an executive director of a nonprofit and I reported to a board of volunteers. And when I quit, I knew that they would try to like, give me more money or convince me to stay with something. Right. Yeah. So I bought a plane ticket. So I was like, I cannot get out of this. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> so I went to South America for six weeks and that was my first big trip of like this phase of life where I knew I wanted something different, but I really didn't know what that was yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just like opened my eyes to new ways of thinking and being. And, um, I had always craved a life where I didn't sit in an office, um, from nine to five, but I didn't know how to create that. Like it's taken a long time since then till now. Right. I've had my business for two and a half years now. Um, but it was a hard journey of sorting out like, okay, how do I do this? How do I still drown out the noise of fear? Or at least, you know, like I, I talk about it now of having fear in the passenger seat, not the driver's seat. Yeah. Um, because it's still going to be there. It's just like, what do we do with it? Um, 
So yeah, I moved abroad and took a job. And from there was when I like finally started going, okay, I want to do my own thing. I want to help people. I found the online coaching space in like 2017 and I knew that was the thing, but I still had a lot of fears in the way. Like putting myself out there was like, Ooh, I can't do that. No, 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 no. Like that (laughs) that's for other people, you know? Um, but that's like kind of a long story short of how, um, I got out of the U S and then I finally just decided, like I had to make some decisions. And if I didn't decide, I would let fear run my life. And so I hired a coach and I got the courage to start my business and did it. That's so great. Like, how's it, how's it going today? Like, how are you? It's going really well. Good. (laughs) I love it. Honestly. I mean, I never want to say I don't have hard moments or hard days. Of course I do, you know, but I think a lot of my clients are like, are you really this happy all the time? And I'm like, pretty much mainly because I don't have a lot of tolerance for my unhappiness because I lived for so many years, giving away my power left and right, like victimy, woe is me, terrible life, blah, blah, blah. That now that I've tapped into this level of like, I know I'm really great at coaching. I love working with my clients. I love being able to work from anywhere in the world. Um, I'm really obsessed with it. Like I really love (laughs) what I get to do. So how did you get started? So you finally, you had this idea in 2017, you came into, you got coached. So did you get coached to become a coach or? Um, no. So the short story is I, I had a different online business. So my first online business was a gluten-free business. Cause I have celiac and that was my first, uh, in with the online world where I learned some stuff but still all my fears were in the way. Cause I was like, Oh, I can hide behind like a brand. I don't have to be me. Right. Um, I knew, I knew back in 2017, I wanted to do coaching, but it was still terrifying to me to like charge for my services or put right. myself out there. Cause you don't know, um, like, what if you're not good or like, just in your, like, what if you don't, and then you're charging people and then you're like, well, then they don't like me. And like, it's just all those kind of little fears all the fears, all the things. Um, so yeah, back then in 2019, I was like, all right, I'm getting over myself. We're doing this. And I hired a coach. Um, I wanted to puke because I was like, this is how much money, what am I doing? All the things. Um, but yeah, my first online client went from about a hundred dollars to $11,000 in a month. And I was like, all right, I know, I know I'm good at this. Here's my proof. (laughs) And, and that I was all in the first month. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And so, you know, and I talk all the time and I wish I would talk more candidly of my first handful of clients. It was like $7,000, $11,000. Like they, they started making more and more money and I hadn't made that kind of money in my business. And yet what now I'm really vocal about is like coaching is a very different skill set than getting your own results. Right. And I knew early on, like, I'm good at this and I just have to work through any imposter syndrome or any like of my own stuff that comes up and that's my job, but clients don't care how much money I'm making. They care if I can help them. Right. 
Yeah. And it's, I think too, what you probably had a little bit of a leg up because you were a therapist. So like you had tools that you had learned in school and like as teaching, helping clients, you kind of had that where it's not like somebody that's completely has no experience, nothing going for a coach or being a coach. So you probably helped you a little bit too. hundred percent. Like, I mean, I had my background as a therapist. I also, you know, I ran a nonprofit for a number of years and really learned business there. So now I talk about how coaching to me, um, and the way that I personally coach is the perfect combination of therapy and my business background. Yeah. Um, it's just like that sweet spot. That's exactly like, I would probably want to like go to someone like you, who's a coach and a therapist more than just the coach, especially because it is a lot of money. Not that I don't think people could do it. And I know a lot of people that do it and do it really well. But I feel like when you're coaching, you also want that little bit of therapy too. Exactly. Because the truth is, is like, and I'm so honored. Like I really, I mean, I, I do not take this work lightly. Like I have clients that tell me things they've never told anyone else. Like they share stories, they cry on calls. They, they, you know, it's just a very raw and vulnerable space. And I want to be able to create that for clients. So they have that safety. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what has been your best thing about being a coach and the hardest? Um, the best thing is really watching clients transform. Like the money's great. And I, I, I love helping clients make more money. I didn't start out doing what I do now. I I did more like trauma work and that type of stuff. It's all kind of the same stuff. It's a lie. If you think someone's like just helping you make money, like anyone can help you make money to me. It's so much more than that. And it gets to be both. Like I also see where some people then discount the money and I'm like, no, no, no. Like money really provides opportunities for people. And I, I always want that for people. Um, but it's the way in which I watch clients like change so that they're like, oh my gosh, life in business can be this good. And they're not hustling. They're not overworking. They're trusting themselves. They're building a business yeah. that feels good to them. And that is the most rewarding. Cause like I could give you blueprint strategies for days, but like, if it doesn't work for you in your life, like you're not going to like it. So just watching, watching clients do the work. That's the biggest reward for sure. Like, I just love it. Um, the hardest is, I mean, there's a lot of things like marketing. I mean, I've learned oh. a lot. I'd say in the beginning, it was way harder. Now I understand a lot more because I'm a couple years in. Um, but in the beginning, I thought it was gross and I wanted nothing to do with it. Like <laughs> I really had to work on my mindset around that because I thought everyone was like bait and switch. And I'm sure lots of people, you know, like I've had bad experiences with people and where they market. Cause they're so good at marketing. And then right. the service they provide is like, meh. Yeah. Um, so that's been hard. Um, dealing with money with people, like if a client doesn't pay, that's not my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Especially when you're not like in the same state or the same country, it's like, how do you get them like chase them down? And yeah. Yeah. Um, So there's lots of hard things and I never want to discount them. You know, I always want to give light 
to those things yeah. and have candid conversations. And I still would choose it over and over again versus working for someone else. Yeah. Well, thank you. Like, I love that. I love your story and how, like, I can see how positive you are. And I mean, I don't, I don't know you from before, but I can see how much you <laughs> love your, love your career and what you're doing. Um, so we're going to switch gears a little, and mm-hmm. I like to play a game with all my guests. Okay. It's a okay. five question rapid fire. Just okay. to get to know you. So, all right. Favorite drink. Coffee, black coffee. I, I don't do the black coffee, but I do coffee <laughs> with stuff in it. Um, totally understand. What's your favorite TV show or movie? Um, well, I've just been binging the new Sex in the City. How is it? I haven't watched it yet. It's good. I recommend. All right. I'll have to check it out. Um, what advice would you give to your younger self? Um, listen to your own inner guidance. All right. And describe yourself in five words. Five words. Okay. Um, determined, uh, joyful. This is good. Five, huh? You can do less if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, nomadic, (laughs) um, what other two words would I say? Um, driven, but I feel like that's just kind of the same as determined. Okay. And, uh, content. I like them. Good job. (laughs) <laughs> I know it's hard. hard, like on the top of your <laughs> head, but, um, what, it, and then what does success mean for you? Mm, I love this question. Uh, for me, it means enjoying the process, being really, really proud of myself for exactly where I am as I stretch my edges and continue to create more, but not waiting for the thing, like choosing it now. I love it. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on and I had so much fun getting to know you and your business. Where can my listeners find you? Thank you so much, Alexa. This was so fun. Uh, so I am on Instagram at setyourselffree.llc, or I have a free Facebook community that you can come join as well. And that is set yourself free community. All right. I will put that in the description below. Um, This was another episode of Hey Alexa. See you guys next time. Bye.